Welcome back to the Nuggets of Gold YouTube channel and podcast. We've been missed. We've missed the last couple of days. Uh, we are trying to make it daily. I'm going to keep trying to do that. I just started a new job uh, on Wednesday, so it was just really chaotic, and we couldn't find a time to meet the last couple of days. Um, but today, we're going to be talking about the biggest strengths and weaknesses on this 49ers roster. Um, I'll start first. I think there's a few spots that are pretty clear that are a lot deeper than previous seasons. Um, the most obvious one is the D-line. Uh, the 49ers, everyone's like, oh, you're going to keep all these guys? And they, people thought they were going to trade them. I even, We even talked about potentially them moving a defensive lineman for a corner just to kind of bolster that corner depth. Maybe even a guard was going to be in the plans. Nope, they decided they're going to keep all of them. Um, now, Jordan Willis is suspended, and Maurice Hurst is actually hurt right now. So both of them aren't technically on the 53-man roster, but they do have a chance to get a spot when they come back which I believe gives them 11 guys, which is kind of unheard of. Uh, so I think it's a true nine that, that made it, but that's also ridiculous. Like seven or eight is a lot, uh, even maybe normal, I'd say. Um, so they're going with 11. Um, so crazy depth for the defensive line room. Um, another couple spots, I think this guy right here, Trey Lance, I think he is providing something that we have not seen in the quarterback room. 49ers quarterback room is going to be so much better this year because you don't have to rely on a, a guy that shouldn't be starting games in the NFL like Nick Mullins, you know, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt or if Trey Lance was to get hurt, you go to Jimmy Garoppolo. So you have two guys there. Um, very rarely do NFL rosters actually have two comparable quarterbacks. And now you can bring up guy, guy like, you know, Winston uh, Foles and stuff like that. But most of the time, like if the backup comes in, the season is over. That's not going to be the case for the Niners this year, which is really, really cool. Um, and then another spot I wanted to bring up just on the on the offense was the running back room because they did cut Wayne Gallman. They kept Jermichael Hasty. I didn't personally think that was going to happen, but I, I really like Jermichael Hasty. He's a really fun guy to watch. You have a stacked running back room. Um, and this is one that I don't think a lot of people really look at and go, oh, yeah, this team's, you know, this running back room's great. But if you have Raheem Mostert coming back, you have Trey Sermon, who they just traded up to get, who I thought has, I think has looked pretty good. Then you have um, Elijah Mitchell, who looked amazing in the in his preseason finale. I thought he looked so good. I was very surprised after watching that. That was most of the reason why I thought that Hasty might be on his way out, just because it seemed like he was more of like that speed back. But Eli, Eli Mitchell is running guys over, going through the you know the middle of the like the A gap or B gap. He's taking linebackers head on, running them over, getting a couple yards after contact. Like he looks fantastic and he looks super fast. Uh, Jamichael Hasty, his side to side, you know, movement is is incredible. His agility, he is a very very good player. Um, then you have Raheem Mostert, who is straight speed, can take one to the house, you know, any moment. And then you have Trey Sermon, who is a is a pretty powerful back, very good in the receiving game, and is one of the most balanced running backs I've watched in San Francisco in a long time. Uh, maybe reminds you of Frank Gore, just not not exactly, but you know how Frank Gore just kind of roll over and always land on that first down marker consistently throughout his time in San Francisco. That's kind of how I feel about uh, Trey Sermon early on too. Um, I also will say this: I don't think he's as good of a player, but he does remind me of Alvin Kamara just with that running style of oh, I'm gonna get hit, I'm just gonna kind of bounce around. Uh, if you remember uh, Alvin Kamara's screen touchdown against the Packers last year, where he's just it's like a 30 second play, it feels like because guys are just hitting him and he's just kind of bouncing off and like just swaying side to side and just getting hit. And, and Trey Sermon does something similar, but Aiden, who do you have for the, or what position groups do you have for the strengths of this roster? 
Yeah, I think that, that you hit on them. Um, I think defensive line is super-duper deep. They basically kept 12 because Jordan Willis is suspended until week six. So he can come back off off the IR in, in week six, um, which is super interesting because I assume we're going to have some sort of injury by then, uh, and he'll be able to slide right in. So it could end up actually being a, a positive for the Niners. Uh, something that I was surprised about, HaHa did not make the roster. He had a pretty good preseason showing, uh, but I think that Tavon Wilson's longer time during camp helped him beat him out. And I think there's a realistic chance. We, I mean, with the way that Hufunga started the the whole training camp process, wasn't awesome, but he looked so good in in all the preseason games. Um, I mean, this dude is is going to be the backup for I think both safety spots, and I think that's kind of what Tavon Wilson's going to end up being the backup for for Hufunga. Um, Tart just switched to number three, so we got one, two, three, four in the defensive backfield, which is kind of kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, super interesting. Marshall Harris made the roster. I mean, he was not going to make the roster as a safety. So kudos for him to, to switching to linebacker. And I think he's, he's going to be a difference maker there, uh, in terms of offensive line, couple surprise cuts, Colton McKivitz and Jake Brendel. We, we were able to bring Brendel back. Um, but the biggest takeaway for, for me was, the not keeping a, a a third quarterback that's something that shanahan has tried to do most of his time in in san francisco and we're going to talk about it a little bit later but i think that that means that we're going to do less of a two quarterback system um you don't want to bring both of your quarterbacks out at the same time risk injury to to potentially both and then you're just completely screwed um but yeah i think that you hit it right on the head with the strengths running backs defensive line this is a team that's going to win in the trenches um, and super excited to see us dominate. It's uh, it's pretty funny that you, you go, oh, what does Kyle Shanahan build his strengths? Oh, defensive line and running back? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's what we've seen that he really likes recently. So, it, I mean, it makes sense for a team that he's trying to build. Um, I think just looking at this team, I really don't think people understand how deep this 49ers roster is. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, you're looking at, 11 guys being kept on the defensive line with Willis coming back. And it's like, oh, well, well, they are they good? Like, yeah, they would all make most other NFL rosters. Like, almost all of them would be 53-man rosters on, like, 80% of NFL teams. That's what I would say, I guess. Um, I mean, when you're rocking, like, Contavious Street and Kevin Givens as, like, your last defensive lineman, that is that is depth. Um, so it makes sense there. Uh, another move. Uh, Jonas Griffith was traded to the Broncos and the Niners in return, they traded it. They like swapped a couple picks around, but basically say it's the net of a six round pick. Um, what that shows you is they liked, uh, Demi- uh, was it Dimitri DFF? Uh, and they liked Harris a lot as well. Um, Marcel Harris. I mean, I liked him at, at will a lot. Like, he could be a really solid will linebacker. Uh, he was a little bit too slow to play safety. Always felt, or at least I, I don't know, like didn't have the, the ball skills necessarily. But whenever, you know, he was at or, at or around the line of scrimmage, he was wreaking havoc. So putting him at, at will, and you saw it in preseason too, he looked good at will. Um, so that was actually one of those spots too. I think we we talked about it before that backup linebacker could be a little bit of an issue. And then it turned out to be a spot where they felt like they had an extra guy that, that was an NFL guy, which the Broncos felt as well. Also, if there is any Broncos fans listening, I don't think there is. But I, I actually like, I, I like him a lot as a backup linebacker for them just because – 
they have a really solid defensive line, really solid secondary, but their linebacker core is a little bit weak, and that just brings in another guy to the roster. And I did like him in in uh, preseason as well. Um, so that was another spot thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, but my weaknesses, I think my weaknesses would have to be backup wide receivers, backup off like the depth at wide receiver, offensive line, and corner. I would probably say. Um, I think those are the three spots. Maybe you stay safety, but I do like Hufanga a lot as just like almost a chess piece. Um, and I think that you were talking about Tavon Wilson. I think that Tavon Wilson has a very likely chance to almost like to back up like both of those positions just because Hufanga is kind of all over the place. It isn't like a like a true safety. Um, but looking at corner, I mean, you got the three guys. You got your starters. Uh, Verrett, Mosley, Williams, and then you have Lenore off the bench. It seems like I do think Lenore can, you know, come in and take over that sp- starting role. Um, Ambry Thomas struggled for the most part in camp and preseason, according to all the reports I've heard um, and what I've seen in the, those preseason games as well. Uh, I don't think I think he's almost like on a uh, like a red shirt type year. That's what it kind of feels like. But he's a third round pick, so you're not going to put him on the practice squad. Um, then the other guy they kept was Devonte Harris, which I didn't know if they were going to do that, but they ended up keeping him. Uh, I don't know a ton about him. He was drafted by the Bengals in the fifth round a few years ago, um, but not like super crazy. Um, then at wide receiver, you have Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, fantastic. I think Trent Sherfield's the true three. Uh, they brought in Mohamed Sanu, which just so you all know, the reason they brought in Mohamed Sanu is because that man can run block. That dude is a menace in the run blocking game. Um, so you're going to see him out there a lot on, you know, outside running plays. Uh, with, they're not going to put Brandon Ayuk out there. It's going to be a lot of Debo and Sanu. So that's why I think the biggest reason why he was just like a roster lock. Um, but let's not act like Muhammad Sanu is the guy that, that he was in like 2016. I, I don't think he's there anymore. Not to knock him. Like, I still think he can contribute. But I think it's going to be in a little bit different way than what we've seen in the past from him. Um, I do like Trent Sherfield a lot. I think he was a steal to pick up. Um, but then Jalen Hurd, Jawan Jennings, Jawan Jennings flashed a little bit. Jalen Hurd, I mean, he's been all over the place. A lot of people didn't want him to make the roster. I fully expected him to make the roster, but those are my concerns there. And then at the offensive line position, I think it's really it's really the same spot that that the Niners have been trying to improve, which is right guard. I mean, right now you have Aaron Banks, who's gonna well, he's not gonna compete, but out after Daniel Brunskill, because Brunskill is gonna be that week one starting right guard. I, I fully believe that. Uh, but then you have Aaron Banks and Tom Compton kind of in the backup roles there. So not the best sign. Banks really struggled in the preseason. He's injured right now. Like, it's just – it's a little bit tough there, uh, which is really unfortunate because that's what we felt like. Oh, they finally did it. They upgraded center and right guard, and it feels like right guard is still that issue. So, Aiden, what do you think about those weaknesses? Anything else you want to add, or do you do you agree with those ones? I agree with, with all of them. I would say one thing that um, I, I also think is that – Nickel corner is the thinnest position on the entire roster, the thinnest single position. If Kwan goes down, Lenore did not look awesome in the slot during that final preseason game. Um, I don't know who's going to slide in there. Maybe Devontae Harris. Haven't really seen him. He's He's been hurt, but he must have flashed in some way to make the roster. Um, so I think that's the thinnest single point. Um, and if Kwan goes down, I think you got to sign another slot guy. Uh, but we've we've shown a tendency to hit on those. We had a guy, I think last year, um, forget his name, but actually graded out better than 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 Kwan. So maybe it's not something to freak out about. But I think that that's the thinnest single position because if an outside corner goes down, you can throw Lenore in there. 
Um, and obviously, if one of the superstars goes down, you're not going to have have somebody replicate their kind of production. But the thinnest single ro- role player position, I think, is that nickel corner spot. One guy that could also kick inside would be Eman. You could have Eman kick inside and then put Lenore outside. So maybe they do that. Um, another guy that was rumored to be traded was Bryce Callahan. Um, you could see the Niners trade a couple defensive tackles there and, and pick up Callahan. Um, then he could potentially take over Quan's spot next year as well. He's a really good, really solid uh, corner. But you'd probably have to see an injury before that happens just because he's a starting level player and they already feel that they have three starters. So, um, But that's going to do it for today's episode. Just wanted to get our biggest strengths and weaknesses out. If there's anything that we didn't include that you guys you know, think that is the case, uh, please comment and let us know. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. So thank you guys. And we'll talk to you very soon.